I must admit, I didn't think much of this show the first time I laid eyes on it. Seemed like a bunch of stiffs wasting nice the microphones. Trade of all time happened back in 1803. Go ahead. Napoleon Bonaparte traded the Louisiana Purchase for $3 million. Napoleon, what happened? <laughs> Half the country for $3 million. You can't even get Tucker Barnhart for $3 million. And I came to realize anymore. these guys are funny. And Justin Fields have identical stats the last five weeks about throwing the football. This guy, okay, and folks, is a fidget spinner. some of the best spare. gamblers I've come to know. If you're betting on USC and or TCU, let it be known, you are a square. TCU is going to hammer this team tomorrow night. And I hate to hear that. Tomorrow when we afternoon. come back in here on Monday, you're going to be happy as a lark because USC lost, but you're going to be wrong about TCU. Get ready for the most useless hour of your day. It's time for Boxed Lunch, presented by Betfred Sportsbook. Now, Casey... Run that track. All right, it's Box Lunch, and I will tell you this. I am very thankful we continue to have viewership, and I am thankful that the Bengals won. And somehow, in the chat earlier, I was called a hater, and we will get into that in just a minute. Paul? Trace? One hell of a what a hell of a time you've had there earlier. You were just, you were just, you were just on the hill fighting and dying on that hill baby god somebody's got to baby somebody's gotta die on that hill and i'll be damned if it's not me love it <laughs> got reader in the building tracer say ho who's become famous on social media for for making signs <laughs> and then we got we got mcallister who i'll be honest i was worried that if the Bengals didn't play well if i didn't know if we were going to have a staff to be able to even run a show hey, team buffalo guys. Team, Team Buffalo. Buffalo, we're back. We're back. You guys made Gamers! It. You guys are gamers, I'll be honest, because I, the first question that was asked today was, is, is Casey or... or you you know, thought Brandon, I was not going to be here. Casey or Brandon going to be in here? And I got to be honest, Sean out there said, ah, I don't, I don't, I doubt it. I don't think so. Boom. Here they are. Better than ever. So we'll get into this opening subject. Trace right. is a hater. I will admit, I was on the fence with the Bengals for a very long time. Very long time. But I have always stuck by one thing, and that is the Bengals have number nine. And as long as they have number nine, they're, they're, they're dangerous, right? But I'm not going to stand here and take this slander from the chat about this Bills take that I've had for the past few weeks after I dug into their schedule a little bit. And I got a question for you guys. This is the problem I have more than likely with Mahomes in a, a little bit of a way, is that they get put on this pedestal that I feel like they don't deserve to be on quite yet, like the Bills have been put on. Like it or not, at the beginning of the year, the Bills were supposed to go to the Super Bowl. They were the team that were the one of the best teams in the AFC. And the only thing they've truly done, and let's not get into the fact that Josh Allen has been called what one of the most elite quarterbacks in the league for the past two or three or four years at this point. And what have they won? What have they actually done to give them that praise? And I'm not saying that... You know, I am coming around on the idea that I think the national media is giving the Bengals their flowers. I think that at this point, it's safe to say that the Bengals are going to be put in the conversation at the very, very top. But they haven't been. And you want to sit here and say that the Bills are, are, are not frauds, but the Vikings are frauds? Like, this is my point. If the Vikings are frauds, then the Bills are frauds. Because they're the exact same team. They're the exact same situation this year. They won a lot of games, yes. But when they had to play against elite competition, 
sometimes they regressed and you start to wonder, well, maybe it's just like Josh Allen turns the ball over too much in the red zone. They'll figure that out. It'll all get fixed. Listen, the Bills got bullied yesterday. Like straight up bully town. They could play that game 10 out of 10 times, guys. That is not going to, the outcome's the same every time. The Bengals win every time. And you could say, oh, well, yeah, it, it might have been just like an off day for the, for the Bills. No, no. You don't get pushed around like that. And you also don't get put in a situation like they were put in to where middle of the second quarter, you're starting to think to yourself, at least I was, this is going to be a blowout. And for all intents and purposes, guys, I don't know how you felt about it. It felt like a blowout to me. It might not look like a blowout from a score perspective, but it never felt in doubt, ever. Did you ever? Were you ever nervous at all? I mean, this is the same point I made on Tom's show. I was nervous just as a Bengals fan because I thought, oh, at any point, Josh Allen could drive down the field. Stephon Diggs could get behind somebody. Eli Apple could bite on a, on a double move, and something could happen that could just change the game on a dime. You know, when it's 17-10 to 10 going into halftime, you throw one pick six or whatever. When Burrow came out there with 40 seconds left, I'm thinking, do they just take a knee here and just try and go into the halftime with the league? Because you're thinking, okay, you've played so well to this point. You've done everything right. You've pushed all the right buttons. And then you go out there at the end of the half, and you throw a pick six, and it's tied and the Bills get the ball to start the right. second half, that's where you're nervous, but that's where you have to take a step back as a neutral observer of the game, as somebody that just you know could be a, a, a Commanders fan watching this game, an NFL fan, and say that this game was really never in doubt. As a Cincinnati fan, you have to buck that trend because I had the same feeling. You're watching the game, and you're like, oh, man, how are we going to lose this one? Like how's, how's well, I guys? wasn't feeling that. I was just more. I was just. It was just nerves as a fan of the team. I never. I never was like right, curse right. or anything like that. Right. I, but that's that's where we have to bucket. And 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 I agree because for years, for decades, you're just sitting around going like, we lose this game, or you know, we're cursed. We're losers. That's gone. The Bills are not better than the Bengals. They never were. And I. You know what? I actually think. Thank the, the Lord a little bit that we didn't play that Monday night football game because the same thing would have happened on that Monday night football. The Bengals would have just ransacked the Bills at home in front of national media. And then the Bills might have taken this game. You know, I, I don't know what game planning they did before that game, but it clearly wasn't good enough. Can you imagine going back to week two? And I'm telling you that Zach Taylor is going to coach circles around Sean McDermott. The can whole imagine, staff. Can you imagine that? Yeah. No, no one would take it for a second, and that's what happened yesterday. That's yeah. what happened. And like I said, I've sat up here, and I've kind of jokingly made fun of the whole Lou Cooks thing, and I still, to a certain extent, think the second half adjustments is, is, is a laughable notion at times. But I will say that that, that dollar, whole— Dollar, dollar. That's fine. I'll take as many. I've lost plenty of dollars uh, on, on the Kansas Jayhawks <laughs> Thanks, and Kansas. the Cowboys, by the way. The D Dak Prescott did not did help me the out. Bills? Oh, I bet on the Bills, yeah. I bet on the Bills. But Ooh. but but the thing with the Bills is that wasn't that wasn't what I put all my eggs in one basket for. So but the Cowboys I did. We'll we'll get back to that subject in a little bit later. <laughs> Cowboys are I don't know. Dak Prescott is is you gotta move on. We'll but, get to it later. Yeah, we will. So the the I don't even know where I was at on my point. The situation with the the, the Bengals and the Bills, I don't know what we were talking about, but one one thing that I took away from that game with Lou was that he brought some packages that obviously completely, completely baffled Allen. To where Allen 
made a guy miss somehow that he didn't even see coming. There was a couple blitzes by, by I don't even, I think maybe Britt was coming on one of them, and he just completely whiffed Allen. I'm like, how did he miss him? But maybe it was the snow, maybe it was whatever. And I will give some credit to Lou Anarumo, finally, on Hell this show. Hell yeah. I Hell can't yeah. sit here and just say every week it's a mysterical myth that somehow they don't give up second-half touchdowns. So here I am. I'll just eat whatever you want to call it. I could say that I was wrong. Crow. I could say I can eat my crow, whatever whatever that phrase is. Which I don't, that seems like a weird phrase. I'm going to have to Google that. Like, why? where does eat crow come from? I'm sure we can Google it. People in the chat will let me know. But I would give them credit. And I, I think from a Bill's perspective, to your point, would they have and it's all hypothetical. Who gives a rat's, you know what, at the end of the day. But I do think the Bengals absolutely slaughter the Bills on Monday Night Football. Because the first two drives of the game looked very similar to the every single drive in the snow. So at the end of the day, there wasn't anything different from what happened on Monday night for the short amount of time they played to the entire time in Buffalo. And I, maybe you could say that if they did smack the Bills on Monday night, as you said... Maybe there's a different game plan. Maybe they, they take it a little more serious. But I don't get into the notion that they're not going to take that game serious, right? It's a big divisional game at home. It's hard to think that the Buffalo Bills would need something else different to happen to them to play better in that game. I just think, quite frankly, they were not the better team. And they aren't the better team. And maybe it was like I said before. It's not taking anything away from the Bengals and what they did. Genuinely. I just think that there was this narrative around the Bills for far too long that we put them on a pedestal that they never deserved to be on. And the Bengals exposed that yesterday. And they exposed it not in like, you know, one of those situations where Joe Burrow gets hot and he, and he makes some throws he probably can't make all that often. No, it was straight up just turn around, hand the ball to Joe Mixon for 8, 9, 10 yards of carry, and then turn around on defense, and Allen's basically getting folded up like a pretzel on half the place. There was nothing fluky about that win, guys. Nothing. I mean, you couldn't even imagine that happening, though, as a Bengals fan, right? Like, when you were no. walk, when you were driving up there to Buffalo, the two of you, in the back of your mind, you had to be like, dude, I just hope we play well. You, you can ask my mom. I turned to her, like, 10 minutes when they ran out on the field. I said the Bengals are going to kick their ass today. Yeah, there, were, there was definitely there was just, something. There was, some, there was some weird, like, feeling. I felt the same way right before they before the, the... – And it was electric. Oh it gosh, was an electric it was. factory. It I'm, was wild. I think it was just seeing how much of the Bengals fan base was there. Yeah, that and was how hype we all were. I mean, we literally dominated the space. Yeah, now they had their um, uh, what's the the Buffalo chant that they do? Let's go, Buffalo. let's go, Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that was cool a couple times, and it was loud for like a couple third downs, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, the I, drive back was a lot better with that win. Yes, Guy it was. Guys, have you ever seen a quarterback regress like Josh Allen has without Brian Dable? Yeah, that would yeah. Brian Dable Great. goes to the New York Giants, turns turns Danny Dimes into a you know a serviceable quarterback, although he played like crap. But Josh Allen has taken not one large step back, but three leaps backwards as a quarterback without Brian Dable. Their game plan, and I joked about this, is that all season long, it's just like, oh, the Bills just snap it to Josh Allen and let him be great. That was their game plan. They tell the wide receivers, like, like almost backyard football, go deep and just snap it to Josh Allen and we'll see what we, we'll see what happens. They did that the entire game. They never changed, and it never worked. They never changed. 
Yeah, the game plan was terrible. And they never – it was like in the first half they were running the ball. And, and you would think in the footing of that game where the offense clearly has an edge because the defense has to react to what the, whatever the offensive mm-hmm. player is doing. The offense always has an edge in a snow environment like that. And they just weren't utilizing them the right way. Right. It was bizarre. I agree. I felt like there was times in that game where you would assume that the Bills were going to utilize the legs of Josh Allen on purpose. You know, even mm-hmm. even even the touchdown mm-hmm. run that they had, that made sense because it was a, it was a short oh, yardage situation. Yeah, but in a game like that, it just felt like you would use that more if you need a if you need a first and ten play. If it's a first and ten on your own thirty, and you need a good five or six yard chunk play. Why not just use him as a running back, have an extra blocker, and just roll out and get your five or six yards and then move on? They never did that one time. No. But to be fair, there might have been a situation to where I felt like they they felt like they were out outmatched on the edges because it did feel like every play, There's you know, whether it was Hubbard or, or Hendrickson, one of them was getting what seemed like pressure. And DJ Reader's continuing to show why he's one of the better interior linemen, at least in my opinion, in the league, because he continues to find ways to get in the backfield. And at some point, I think you have to admit, as if as an NFL fan, not obviously Bengal fans have been preaching this for a long time, but when you're a big when you're a fan of your own team, it, it, it is what it is. You're you're naturally gonna always think your team's probably a little bit better than they truly are. And that's the way it should be. I'm not suggesting that Bengal fans are in the wrong for that. But at least as an outside outside perspective, it starting to feel like the Bengals, it's not a fluke anymore. It, it's not like, oh, they won by one score every single playoff game last year. They play in a division that they that they kind of mucky it up. And then all of a sudden, when you got to go play the big, the, you know, the big boys, if you will, something bad's going to happen. Joe Burrow, in my opinion, at this point, has to be considered the best quarterback in the league for my money. And I, I'm not... I'm not, again, as you know, a Bengal fan or a homer, but I've been saying it. He does more, not with less, because he has a lot of he has a lot of weapons, but he does more with his legs than people want to give him credit for. He always finds ways to move around in a pocket, extend time, buy time, make a throw. And it doesn't need to be the Patrick Mahomes stuff. It doesn't need to be, oh, he needs to spin out of the pocket, run around like a madman, and then throw one sideways, sidearms that gets played on SportsCenter for the next two weeks. Just the first play where they scored a touchdown on the opening drive. Not a lot of quarterbacks step up like that, keep their keep their eyes downfield, and then make a play and throw the ball obviously to Jamar on a like not a broken play, but it, it felt a little bit like a broken play, right? Um, I'm not saying anything that the chat doesn't know or you guys don't know, but I don't see how they lose in Kansas City. I, I sent that text. Maybe I'm a square. I know most of the time when I talk on here, I I do look at betting metrics. I don't even care about the betting metrics, dude. I really don't. I, I just don't see, and we'll get into our, uh, the next point, how they could lose to Kansas City, which brings me to my next question to you guys. Do you change the offensive line at all? Even if Cap, even if one of those guys comes back and say they're, they're ready to go, they can play, if they're not 100%, I wouldn't change it at all. Your thoughts on that? I'd bring Kappa back. Yeah, Kappa. I think I would bring Kappa back. Now, if you want to talk about Jonah Williams or Jackson Carmen, it's kind of – Maybe Jackson Carmen was a left tackle all along. That was that's it. what he played. He struggled at the easier position to put him at the hardest one. He just wanted to step up to a challenge. It's a natural position. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but I, that's, I would bring Kappa back for sure. Yeah, if Kappa can play 100%, you put him on, on the inside because he is a significant upgrade. 
but Jonah Williams isn't a huge upgrade over Jackson Carmen, and, and dare I say that it might be at the same same level. So yeah, you keep Jackson Carmen, you keep that mojo rolling. But if Kappa can come back, you, you put Kappa. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and like I said, I, I mean, I checked the chat. Emperor, he's on my ass, saying that obviously I'll come around after they've win all these games. Listen, if you don't want to, if you don't want to accept the fact that I've that I've all along have pointed out things that are relatively true and insightful because of my those betting analytics, then you've been living underneath the rock. Period. So, the Bengals are the one team that has bucked that trend from time to time, and I will openly admit that, and I think I've taken the stance that I think that number nine is largely the reason why they've bucked that trend, and sometimes you can't, there's, there's analytics, and then there's tangibles, right? There's things that you can put on paper, and you can make it make sense, and then there's things that you just can't, and Joe Burrow's one of those guys. I think he's one of those guys to where you can't just go off of analytics when Joe Burrow's playing a football game, because he does things that, that are things that you can't put on paper, like leadership and finding ways to give guys the confidence that they're going to make plays. And he doesn't yell at his guys. There was one time that, that Reed brought up outside to where it's the first time he's ever really seemed like he was yelling at someone on the right. field. He got obviously visibly upset his offensive line, not being able to see a, a blitz coming where he just spiked the football on the ground and was getting on somebody's ass pretty good. I don't know who it was specifically. but it was Jackson. But Joe Burrow elevates guys around him. It feels like genuinely he's he's always going to make the play when you need him to make the play. He's and, a real man. And he is. He is a real man. But Emperor, it's laugh out loud funny saying that those metrics haven't, uh, haven't done much for me. But, Casey, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Not that, not that this is fair for you to do, but I'm watching that game as a square. I watched the Kansas City game as a square. How in the hell can Kansas City compete in this game? Can you give me can you can you do the opposite of what you normally would do right now? Can you can you can you explain to me how Kansas City could possibly play in this game and win? Well, the uh, they they are really good at getting to the quarterback. They do a really good job at blitzing, and I think what the Bengals were really good at last time they met at Paul Brown Paycor, sorry. Um, they were really good at picking up the blitzes, and I don't really think can't, uh, Buffalo blitzed that much against the Bengals. They were comfortable with just rushing four ineffectively. Um, so I would say that that would be their way to do it. Lots of stunts, lots of blitzing, um, and you'd have to get to, to Joe Burrow quickly because he's getting the ball out. 2.4 seconds, just about every play. That's about his average right now is 2.4 seconds. And, I mean, other than that, I mean, I don't see how that they can stop them. I mean, we're, we're going to have Joe Mixon back. We didn't have him against the Chiefs. We're going to have Hayden Hurst back. He got hurt early in that game. Um, I think that might have been DJ Reader's first game back. Might have been. He might have been back a little bit sooner than that. But, man, this this Bengals team, it's really hard to look at that Buffalo Bills game. And, I mean, if you think that they're frauds, too, just like the Vikings, then you can't take much from this game. But if you believed in the hype of the Buffalo Bills, then you got to just wonder how they don't win this game in Kansas City. Well, it's not, listen, when I say that the Bills are frauds, it doesn't mean I don't take anything away from the Bengals. It doesn't mean that I don't, I don't think the Bengals are good. What I'm saying is if the Bills are as good as everyone told me they were, and they're as good as everyone perceived them to be, mm -hmm. they don't get dominated like that. You do not get dominated. It doesn't mean the Bengals are not good. 
That's that's the that's the the farthest thing from what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, could you imagine a football team being told all year long they're so physical, they're going to dominate you up front, don't want to go play them in the cold in Buffalo, and then all that happens, and you know what happens? The Bengals, who have three starting offensive linemen that aren't even playing because they're hurt, literally walk up there and dominate them. So you can't sit here and tell me that they're not frauds. That's what I feel. That's how I feel about it. But it doesn't mean that the two have to be equal. The Bengals aren't as good as everyone thought they were because the Bills are frauds. That's not what I'm saying, and that's not what anyone's saying. But you're never going to get my respect if you let someone else walk into your own build, building, bully you when you got three offensive linemen out, yeah. ever. Now, I will say, I do think that the— Dollar. Dollar. I, I, do <laughs> think, I do think that the snow helped— that helped the offensive line. It, I, I don't know how much it helped them, but it probably helped the pass rushing from a standpoint of trying to keep Joe Burrow clean for Carmen. Carmen looked really good in that game. Maybe it was just the fact that you have to put him at the position that he's most natural at, similar to Eugenio Suarez. You know, like if you move a guy from a certain position to another position, the whole thing can go to hell in a handbasket, as I say. So I'm not, I'm not out on Carmen. I'm not saying just because the snow happened was the only reason that they did a good job. But it does, it does factor a little bit into my thought process as, okay, you get these guys on a clean field, will Carmen look the same? I don't know. No one knows. But I, I do think that Joe Burrow, as people have pointed out in the past, he'll find a way. He will find a way. It doesn't matter. Like, last year's offensive line is worse than this year's offensive line, yes or no? Yes. It is. Mm -hmm. They went to the Super Bowl with that offensive line. Second point I want to make about Kansas City. Has their defense gotten so much better from no. four weeks ago, five weeks ago, Casey, to where you could say, out of all those things, the Bengals aren't going to score 24 points? Well, I mean... <laughs> You asked me to do the opposite of what I normally do. I know, but I'm saying, like, can the, can the Bengals, we know, are going to score 24 points. At least. Yeah. At least. Which brings me to the next subject. Patrick Mahomes is not playing in this football game. What? He is not, guys. He's going to play. There's no way. He's going to play. There's no play. way. The only way he's going to play is this. They legit are going to do some ridiculous medical things, shoot him up, make his whole entire situation numb, and he's still going to go out there hobbling around and not be the... He's going to be the... At best, at very best, he's going to be the same guy he was in the second half of that Jags game. And, do, and, and I will say it. You think I'm a Mahomes Dollar. hater? You think I'm a Mahomes hater? You can say whatever you want. Chad Henney's a better quarterback, fully healthy, than Patrick Mahomes was in the second half of that football game. Are, you gonna, are we going to all just look past the fact that Chad Henney came in and went 99 yards touchdown? That just that must have been a that must have been a myth. That go ahead, tell me, tell me, tell me that was a fluke. Go ahead and tell me that Chad Henney came in at the one yard line, marched all the way down the field on a cold. By the way, didn't even get a chance to hardly warm up. He probably threw like four passes on the sideline, came out, marched right down the field, and somehow I'm told ah, it's all Mahomes. Everything, everything out there in Kansas City is Mahomes. He's the best quarterback since the game was invented. And you're going to convince me that Chad Henney's not a better option at quarterback, fully healthy, than Mahomes is the way that he was? He's not playing, guys. I mean, look it up. We can, and we'll try to get on. Maybe we'll get Krimchek on here tomorrow. I don't, I don't know who we get on here. I'm just 
saying there's no way in hell that you're going to come back from the way that he was acting with a high ankle sprain in six days. Not happening. I, I, I don't see how he doesn't play. I think I they're going to do exactly what you said and shoot him up, make him numb. I don't think he would allow himself not to play. I agree. But well, I will, I will uh, not. <laughs> oh, that's about 50 cents in the jar. Yeah, <laughs> we're there. Um, <laughs> 50 cents. <laughs> the Chiefs have a really good system regardless, and I think that was proven. Chad Enney drove down the field. I know they relied a lot on the run game. He only had like 30 yards passing, but that was enough to get the job done. The offense is really good, guys. I mean, they've got a really good offensive line. they got some – Decent running backs back there. the One of the greatest tight ends of all time still. And decent enough receivers that they could get the job done with Chad Henney. I really do believe that. But I'll take the Bengals against Chad Henney. What's the better system? Grace in college football or the Chiefs? <laughs> I, I think, I really think that Andy Reid, Andy Reid's system Helps quarterbacks out a lot more than we think. I mean, just look at the past quarterbacks in his system, and you can't tell me that they weren't significantly benefited from his system. Donovan McNabb played really well as an Eagle. He goes over to Washington, and he stinks. Same thing with Michael Vick. He came out of jail and was productive right away. I mean, Alex Smith. Same thing with him. Really productive. Had a great season. Then goes to Washington, funny enough, and doesn't do that well. Where quarterbacks go to die. Washington. The Commanders. FedEx Field. Are, are we, I, 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 the question I'm asking the group in the chat, are we going to sit here and act like Mahomes on one leg is better than Chad Henney with the way that it looked? I, I, don't, I don't know the answer to that question because it really does depend on how mobile Patrick Mahomes is. If he looks as bad, if he plays, if he's as mobile as he was in the second half, then, then yeah, probably Chad Henney's your better your better play there. But I cannot imagine a world in which Patrick Mahomes doesn't at least try to play. So what are we doing about this from a gambling perspective? Because it opened last night, the Bengals were plus money, and then very quickly the Bengals were minus like, one hundred five. One and a half, and then yeah. Uh, then it was so what are we? Are we waiting to hear about Mahomes? Because you, you're playing this game right now, where if you wait. And then they say later in the week that Mahomes, like, the sprain isn't looking good. He's not practicing Wednesday, Thursday. He's not practicing. Then you're like, oh, man. I already but took then, the Bengals. The Bengals are going to be favored by the time things roll Yeah, around. so if Chad Henney – so you got to think Patrick Mahomes is worth at least a touchdown. And they're, they're, they're split in the middle right now. To where to say that if it comes out that Chad Henney's going to start, then it's probably Bengals two and a half, three and a half. But if they come out later in the week and it's Patrick Mahomes is definitely starting, he's going to play, then, it, then I think the line moves down to right around a field goal. Which is why you should get your your uh, line right now on Betfred. Go get it right now. Go to Betfred. Betfred Sportsbook. They yeah, I, your plus I, one. You have to bet the Bengals right now if you're going to bet the Bengals. It's not, it's not going to get any better, in my opinion. If it comes out that Mahomes is playing, I don't think the line moves a bit. Really? No. No. Why would it? I mean, so, at some point, why would it? I mean, this is like this is where I just don't I just don't get the whole Kansas City thing. I don't understand it. They went to they they went to Cincinnati. They got beat with the best player. Everybody's healthy. Perfect situation. They got beat last year. Right? Mm -hmm. Worst offensive line for Joe Burrow. You could argue the defense is relatively the same. If not, I'd argue the defense is a little bit better for the Bengals. They still went into Kansas City and won. At what point do you just say maybe just maybe? Joe Burrow is better than Patrick Mahomes. 
And the Bengals are just better than Kansas City. And this is coming from a guy that's not a Bengals fan. Because that's why I took the Bengals, because I don't give a damn if Patrick Mahomes is playing or not, because I've seen all I need to see. So then is it better to take the Bengals to win the Super Bowl right now at plus 275? No. So here's so here's what's crazy about if we're going to talk about Super Bowl futures. And you want to talk about how just mind F people were with the Buffalo Bills. Coming into yesterday's game, coming into yesterday's game, the Bills still had the best Super Bowl odds. And that was after the Chiefs and the Eagles punched their ticket to the conference championship. So the Bills had to win three games. And those teams had to win too, and they had better odds to win the Super Bowl. And then on top of that, the Bengals dominated for a half. We're up 10 points, and guess what the line was at halftime? It was still Bengals minus three. What is it about this Bengals team? And I will admit, I've been on the wrong side of this for a long time. I've lost money betting against the Bengals. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm done with it. What is it in Vegas? What is it in Vegas that they, they, they don't understand? How can you sit here with a straight face and say to yourself that no matter what happens, whether Mahomes plays on a half of a foot or a half of a leg or whatever the hell he's got left, is is better than, which that's what they're saying, is better than the Cincinnati Bengals that you've watched all year long? I think with a healthy with a healthy Patrick Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. So that last week, I'll stand, stand with it. And, and I that know they've is, lost three times. But still, I think that they are the best team in the NFL Without a doubt, this is this is why this is why put the put the thing. This is why in North Korea propaganda matters because if you push a notion for long enough, everyone believes it. Even the people that root for a certain team start to believe that Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are the team in the NFL. They can't be beat. They're the best team. But you know what? Just a few weeks ago, they came in. They came into Cincinnati, and what happened? They got they got taken to the woodshed. And now all of a sudden I'm supposed to believe that the Kansas City Chiefs are, are, the, are the favorite to win the Super Bowl? Have you seen the Eagles play? Have you seen the 49ers play? I watched Kansas City play last week. And I'll tell you this right now. There's some fortune balances that happen for Kansas City or they might have lost to the 9-8 and eight Jaguars or whatever they are now. What are they, 10-8? and eight? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm done with the notion that Kansas City is put on this pedestal. You know who it reminds me of? It reminds me of the Buffalo Bills. So I'm just here to say, I'll, I'll eat my words if I'm wrong, and that's fine. I'll admit that I'm wrong. If Chad Henney doesn't play in this football game and Patrick Mahomes does play, forget it. The Bengals are going to smack him. Smash him. In fact, what might happen on the first or second drive of the game, Patrick Mahomes is going to be wobbling back there, and Hendrickson or Sam Hubbard is going to come around the edge, and it'll be completely done. Can you imagine if we get the pressure that we got yesterday against the Bills? Oh, Think about how many sacks that Josh Allen evaded just by moving to his left or right. If we get the exact same pressure that we got last night against a wobbly Patrick Mahomes. Well, I think that Trace makes a really good point there because if you game plan all week with Patrick Mahomes and Hendrickson comes in on play number three of the opening drive and all of a sudden Mahomes is like, yeah, I can't do this. Like, I take one hit, I'm out of the game. Now, if you're smart, you're Andy Reid and you're the Chiefs and you know they are. You're game planning with Chad Henney too here. If you're if if it's really that bad, but are we gonna do a, a Lamar Jackson round two here where it's Friday and we still don't know? We're gonna do this all week again. Yeah. Probably, are we doing this thing? Are you DMing? Are you DMing Chad Henney on Sunday oh, just man, in case? Man of Michigan. I gotta DM everybody on Sunday. That's yeah, what I'm go, saying. We're gonna go into Sunday and we're still not sure who's gonna play. Guys, like Pat, Patrick Mahomes is gonna try and play. Oh, he's playing. yeah. He's gonna he's gonna try and play. He's gonna yeah. Whether he lasts a full drive, it takes one hit and has to come out, I don't know. 100%.
Yeah. Yeah, whether that's not the right decision for him to play or not is the debatable part, in my opinion. But I he mean, will play. I could he see, will try to play. I could see a part where – or uh, a game where they have Chad Henney start, Bengals go up 14 nothing. Then get some mid- fresh – get fresh arm in there. Then you bring Patrick Mahomes in, and you're like, "All right, this is it's over, or our season could be over. We need him to save us, even if it's on I, one leg." I think it's the opposite. God. That would suck. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine we the Bengals are 10 winning nothing. ten nothing, fourteen nothing? Mahomes Patrick comes in, up on the yeah. yeah. Jackson starts doing his TikToks. Then all the vibes oh, no. go to Kansas City. Br- Br- if I make Mahomes. a sign, if I make a sign, if I was going to the game, if I made a sign instead of skyline and Buffalo wings, it'd have to be like. Burrow's parents greater than Jack or Patrick Mahomes' significant other and yeah. <laughs> and brother. I mean, like that's yeah. I Randy Johnson was a hell of a pitcher. One could argue Randy Johnson was one of the best pitchers Major League Baseball has ever seen. Hit but if he had a broken left arm, he wouldn't be a very good pitcher, would he? If Patrick Mahomes can't run around like damn like damn Superman or whatever you want to call him, if he can't run around and do all the crazy stuff he does, he's not. He's not that guy. So, if, I, I guess in all of this talk, I'm taking the Bengals now before they announce that he's not going to play because that's what they would do if they were smart. And then the line swells up or whatever happens. But you know what? Put it this way. If the Bengals somehow, some way, become even more underdogs because he's going to announce that he's going to play, then I'll just bet it twice. Hell yeah. I bet the Bengals six times yesterday. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. 1-800. Uh, <laughs> Up 16 units. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, you know, the the other thing about this game, or just maybe about the, the Bengals in general, is if you think in baseball, there are times in a baseball game, whether it's mostly like a, a perfect game or a, or a no-hitter, where you think back to the moment, right? You think back to Dwayne Wise's catch and Mark Burley's perfect game. I think back to the the, the 2019. My heart I, I I think back to the 2019 World Series run uh, for the for the Nationals, and I think back to the wild card game where the Nationals were losing in the eighth inning of that game. Juan Soto comes up with the bases loaded, hits a ball to light right field, a line drive against the Brewers. Nationals go on and win that game, but they were down to essentially their final shot at it, and they resurrected themselves and they win the game. And not only they win the game, they went on and won the World Series. I'm just picturing a world where three weeks from now, we think back and we say, man, Tyler Huntley just had two inches longer, a wingspan two inches longer, and he reaches that ball over the goal line. Lose right then and there. The Bengals are not beating the, the Bengals. No. The Bengals were not going to come back down 24-17 against the Ravens. Well, I mean, the way they were playing at that time. Maybe they could have pulled a rabbit out of their hat, but the Ravens were dominating the Bengals defensively at that point in the game. Joe Burrow has proven that he, you know, is is clutch and could come down and, and try and do that. But I think the way the game was trending, if Sam Hubbard doesn't run that ball back, is a Ravens win. And now all of a sudden you go in, flat out dominate the Bills and play what could have been the Bengals' best game of the year. And now you're going to Kansas City with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Let's go. And you're looking back at, at that Ravens game going, man, if they had just handed the ball off to – You're right. You know? J.K. Dobbins? J- yeah. 
That's how a lot of championships are won. I mean, most right. of the time, when you look back at any kind of run of any championship at all, there is a little fortune that happens. I guess Georgia, for Ohio State makes that field goal. It's 100%. Yeah. I, I, think it's for every, I think it's for every single champion that's ever won. I genuinely believe that. I, if you go back through in the NCAA tournaments, there's always a team that's got a last second shot to possibly beat somebody, and they don't. And then they go on to win the whole entire thing. So there is, as we've said before, there's something that is that is intangible that Vegas, I see people on here telling me right now, hey, the simulations are telling me that without without uh, Mahomes, there's a two-and-a-half-point favorite for the Chiefs still. I'm not saying the Chiefs can't win this game. I'm saying the Chiefs can't win this game with Mahomes in the manner in which he played in the second half. That isn't going to happen. Can they win with Chad, Chad Henney at quarterback? They could possibly win with Chad Henney at quarterback. But for my money... I'd rather lose money on betting on Joe Burrow than win money betting on Chad Henney. That's how I feel about it. And I've lost a lot of money before on weekends, like this past one with Kansas. Tough. And um, and Dak Prescott, who for my uh, and the Bills for my money that I lost, I did lose some money on the Bills. I did, but I got that was not that bad actually. That was actually okay. So I was trying to middle that between a couple of books, but that's here nor there. <laughs> What's important now? Is the best QB one, Reed? Well, yes, you've, you've you've said this from time to time. In fact, we got made fun of on the box lunch months ago. How one of our topics talked about is the only thing that really matters in the in the NFL is if you have a good quarterback or not. And people are like, "Oh yeah, hot take." Well, you brought up a point. Listen, people try to complicate this game, and to win in the NFL seems incredibly easy, and it's not incredibly easy, but it's an easy process, right? You get a good coach. You get a good quarterback. This weekend, the best quarterback in every game won. You, yeah. you take it to Saturday, the first game. Patrick Mahomes is better than Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a fantastic career. But Patrick Mahomes is better than Trevor Lawrence. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. You go Saturday night. Jalen Hurts, much better, much better than Danny Dimes. Sorry, Paul. Breaks my heart. Last night, Brock Purdy showed to be better than Dak Prescott. I think, I think the proof's in the pudding with, with Dak Prescott, and, and they should be looking elsewhere. And then... Yesterday, obviously, Joe Burrow is better than Josh Allen. And listen, this is what's crazy about the Joe Burrow versus Josh Allen thing. Josh Allen gets more credit for losing to the Chiefs in the playoffs every year. He gets more credit for losing to the Chiefs in the playoffs than Joe Burrow gets for beating the Chiefs three times. We keep talking about, like, oh, well, if they had a coin flip or the, the coin flip won him that game. Like, yeah, but they still lost. Joe Burrow doesn't do that. But the best quarterback seems to win. Listen. You can complicate it and say, yeah, there's 21 other guys. But every single year, we show the same thing. And yeah, you can go, Brad Johnson won back in 2002, or Trent Dilfer won back in 2001. The game's changed. They completely have changed the game, have rigged the game, if you want to say it like that, to where offenses push the NFL forward. That's why every coach is hiring, every franchise is hiring offensive-minded head coaches. There was only one defensive-minded head coach that played in the divisional round, and that was Sean McDermott. And we showed what their offense does with one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So def or offense is continually pushing, and the quarterbacks will continue winning from here on forward. I don't know how hot of a take that is to say that uh, NFL quarterback is the main factor of success in the NFL, but it's evident. The proof's in the pudding. It has to be. It's done. But Patrick Mahomes is not as good as, or Patrick Mahomes is better than Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow.
Patrick Mahomes is better. And that's where I disagree. And we'll disagree on that for a long time, I guess, because at the end of the day, I don't know what what happened in Kansas City that somehow makes it to where Patrick Mahomes is automatically the best quarterback in the league because he's never beaten Joe Burrow. So where I come from, when two guys get in a ring or they start fighting on the street and one guy knocks one guy out and then they both go home, they're like, yeah, might have been a lucky punch. And then they come back and they fight again. And the same guy gets knocked out again, and they both go home. You start to hear the rumor mill on the streets. He's like, well, maybe that other guy is just better at fighting. And then they come back one third time. And the same guy that's gotten knocked out the first two times gets knocked out again. When I go home, I don't sit there and think, well, the guy that's gotten his ass knocked out three times laying on the pavement, he's still the better fighter. So, until I see otherwise... Patrick Mahomes ain't that dude, and he ain't Joe Burrow. So when Joe Burrow marches his tail into Kansas City this weekend, and everybody after the game goes, can you believe that I could have gotten plus points on Joe Burrow against the Kansas City Chiefs? Can you believe that? Like, yeah. Seems like a wild thing, huh? Will we ever see a Bengals money line be plus 200 again? Yeah, somehow, some way, right? Like, what do you mean by that? With Joe Burrow and this team in the next few years, will we see a Bengals money line plus 200 again? Can I, are you going to, you want me to piss everybody off and in the chat? What? Like, if they play the Eagles, they might be plus, plus 200. Yeah. Just I think saying. they would be plus 200 with the 49ers. They're yeah. plus 250 to win the Super Bowl. That's them winning two games. Yeah. I mean, they might not be. I don't know. Right. But. We'll see. I, I think they'd be favored against the 49ers or it'd be close. Yeah. Because we got the better quarterback. Yeah. I think that I th I think I think if it was the Bengals and the 49ers, I think it would be close to a pick'em. Um it's weird. Usually they put a, a future, a look ahead line out. Um they haven't done that. Um Yeah, they used to, sometimes you're able to bet on it. Usually bet on it if, yeah. if they win before the before the game happens. Yeah, I don't I don't know why which is why I was asking a, a minute ago. Is it more prudent to just take the Bengals? If you're looking for that plus sign, is it more prudent to just take the Bengals right now? Because if you're thinking of plus 275, that would be better for your money than if they ended up playing the 49ers. Now, they would be underdogs against the Eagles. So mm -hmm. take that for what it's worth, too. Is there any reason as to why Joe Burrow shouldn't be the favorite to win the MVP? In my opinion. I mean... Is there a the guy? Super Bowl MVP or the MVP? The MVP of the league. Is there any guy? What? 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 What metric? No matter. No matter how you want to skin the cat, I don't care how you do it. But at, at the end of the day, who's the most valuable player on the field for their specific team? Joe Burrow's like Joe Burrow's it. In what world does Joe Burrow possibly not be playing or possibly be playing? Not have the situation or the speculation that the Bengals are automatically going to lose. In Kansas City this week, I got guys in the chat telling me that Kansas City's still favored even if Patrick Mahomes doesn't play. So if Joe Burrow doesn't play this week, do you think we'd be running around saying how there's no, you know, it doesn't matter. Back up or not, Bengals got a chance. No. So what's most valuable mean? That's a genuine question. I, I, at some point, 
I'm like in the room trying to convince Bengal, Bengals fans that their quarterback is the best quarterback in the league, the most valuable quarterback in the league, and I don't see how it's even a debate. I really don't. Anybody? I mean, I agree with you. I think Joe Burrow deserved MVP last year. I think he deserves it this year. But it's not a – that's not the type of award it is. It's a stat award. And until that changes, it's going to be in favor of whoever has the better stats, a la Patrick Mahomes. And they wouldn't even consider the, the game that Joe Burrow missed and the factor of that. I bet you he doesn't even crack the top three. So that's the unfortunate part of this whole thing, too, is that on, circumstance. On one leg in a divisional playoff game, Patrick Mahomes completed over 70% of his passes, threw for two touchdowns and 195 yards, only playing basically a half of football. Patrick Mahomes lost Tyreek Hill, who is one of the most versatile weapons in the entire National Football League. And I love Joe Burrow, but guys, Patrick Mahomes is better. And I, and, I, and I don't feel like I'm crazy for saying this, but you're making me feel like I'm crazy. He lost Tyreek Hill and his number one receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster, for half the season. And he still almost broke the passing record. It was like 100 yards short of it. And yeah, Andy Reid's maybe the greatest offensive mind ever. But Patrick Mahomes continually is showing okay. that he's the best player in the National Football League. Cool. Take Joe Burrow off the Bengals. <laughs> Take Joe Burrow off the Bengals. Take Mahomes off the Chiefs. See how much the line moves. That seems like a pretty fair, fair, most valuable thing to me. It's not even close. It's not even close. I don't care about the stats. I watched Chad Henney come out onto the field, cold as ice, march his team 99 yards right down the field and score. Put Brandon Allen in the game, and literally the game will be over. But The game won't even start. It'll be over. It's it's I get what you're saying, Reed, and it's it's a very fair point. It's more than fair, actually. Do I think this is where I get with the whole Patrick Mahomes thing and why I start to hate him is not because I don't think he's good. It's because I think that he's he's just way inflated. It's it's like it's it's overinflation on somebody that has been that has been touted as quote unquote the GOAT, when in reality it's a lot of very, very good fortune for him, and I'm not taking anything away from him because he's he's in that situation. You can't get mad at the rich kid because his dad's wealthy. But at the same time, I'm not going to look over at the one kid who's who's incredibly talented that when they've gotten in the same ring three or four times has beaten him and not say that the other guy's not better. I cannot not say Joe Burrow's not better than Patrick Mahomes. It's a, it, goes, it goes against all the logic that I have. Using my eyes, I've never seen people do what Patrick Mahomes does every week. Using my eyes. What about Justin Not Fields? using He's the, the most exciting quarterback. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes and Justin Fields are the most exciting quarterbacks in the NFL. But I will never get the Justin Fields most exciting quarterback thing. Rushing for 70-yard touchdowns is pretty exciting. But Patrick Mahomes, every single week, in the one drive that he played before he got hurt, wowed me three times. He did a jump pass and threw an absolute missile. He was in the air and threw a missile 30 yards downfield on a dime. He wows me every time I watch him as long as he's healthy. And even when he's not, he still leads his team to a divisional, or divisional win. And I love Joe Burrow, but don't make me feel crazy for saying that Patrick Mahomes 
is better than Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is in a league of his own. So you like the Fernando the Tatis Juniors of the world over like Scott Rollins. Because Fernando Tatis, Fernando Tatis is going to be able to do things that, that, that Scott Rowland could only ever dream about doing. Fernando he, Tatis in his full season that he played is better than any season Scott Rowland put out, yeah. But at some point, what about the reliability? At some point, what about the fact that this guy goes out there and every single week he makes the plays and he wins the game? He wins the game. He wins the game. And he'll do it again. If Joe Burrow plays against Patrick Mahomes this week, they'll do it again. Chad Henney, I'm not sure about. He'll laugh out loud about it. Do whatever you want. You know what would you know what would actually be somewhat funny? And I want the Bengals still to win. I hope the Bengals are up twenty-four to nothing against the one footed Patrick Mahomes. They bring in Chad Henney off the bench, and next thing you know, the oh, they, 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 no, listen, they win. The, the Bengals win okay. twenty-eight to twenty-four. And it's like, damn. Could you imagine what happened if they started the guy that was actually healthy, that could run around, that could roll out to the right or roll out to the left? We'll see. Call me crazy. Call me a hater. I don't care what you call Chad me. Chad Eddy also has, like, been around a while. You know, it's he's not like... He's 38 years old, right? Yeah, I mean, it's he's seen a thing or two. It's not like we're talking about, like... Uh, like Brandon Allen. You know, or like, you know, the guy from... Uh, I don't even remember his name. I mean, yeah, Brandon Allen's a good example. Or the guy from Miami. Like, you know, we're, we're talking about a guy that's made millions of dollars off being a backup and has been in Andy Reid's system for a long time mm -hmm. and knows what he's doing and is a capable player. Like, if this is to happen, it's not like he's some schmuck off the ground. <laughs> like, you know, he, I don't know. He's a man of Michigan. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, someone in the chat's upset at their head coach, McDermott, because of the way that Bills played yesterday. As much as I've torn the Bills, Bills fans down, want him gone. as much as I've torn down the Bills, they need an offensive-minded coach. There, there can at least be some logical explanation around the idea of them having some things that are going on around the facilities to where you could say that they weren't playing their best football towards the end of the year because of the situation that happened with Demar Hamlin. I'm not saying that should be an excuse. I'm not saying that's the reason why, but reasonable minds could probably say that there's a, there's an excuse there if you want to take it with McDermott I'm not saying that I believe that but if someone were to propose that to me I would I don't think I'd have a strong argument to be like yeah McDermott he's a terrible coach and there's Sean, there's no reason as to why he should be let go like he, he's he probably shouldn't be let go but Sean McDermott just did get coached circles around by Zach Taylor who we were ready to fire week three of this season yeah well that's fans right you're right. You're right. And that's that's what comes down with the Bills things too, right? I mean, yeah. The fans. Fans are going to fan. They're mad. Yeah, they're fans mad the day fan. after. I think McDermott probably deserves to be back, I'd say. But we'll see how that all goes. All right. Kansas City plans. We got to figure this out because Reed is we'll got a situation on his hands that he's trying to sort through that he may be going to the game. Um. He may be going to the game. His family, His family he's got family that lives in Kansas City. Or not Kansas City, but in Kansas. So um, they're working through that. Sean, uh, I think, Casey, there's a line in the sand on the amount of money that we want to spend to go to this game. Do you have, do you, I mean, maybe that's sharing too much information. I don't know. You could say that you prefer not to say that over the airwaves. But is there a number in mind? I got a, I got a number for myself in line. Like, this is my line in the sand. I don't know if you've looked at the temperatures for this game, but it's going to be incredibly cold. 
dude. Have you seen the temperatures? Did you see what I was just in? It wasn't that bad in Buffalo. I guess you were on the. You you we were covered in snow though. That's what I was getting at. Okay. So you're saying you don't care? What's the the temperature like? It's gonna be probably brutal. I'll say this. Oh no! I went the whole time without doing it. I'll give you. Since you you guys started, I I didn't do it. I'll give you a live weather report when you get done with your point. My buddies have asked, been asking about going. Other people, friends and family have. It is – I was lucky enough to have a job where I was there last year when they clinched to go to the Super Bowl. Being at the game when your team clinches a spot to go to the championship is one of the coolest experiences of your life. So if you can go, go. And the, thing, the thing, too, It's a is, lot of money, though. That's a great start to the – to the rest of the the trip too <laughs> i mean it would be the only ask that i have from all of you guys is that if the Bengals were to not win this game we can't it can't be like a morgue for three days all right it won't no, all right it, it, won't. Oh, it won't be all right be a morgue for one day it'd be, it'd be <laughs> one day. monday monday's gonna, gonna hurt but by game time by, by tip tuesday whatever the game we'll be we'll be back on the saddle but so yeah to, to allude to the point that you made, my brother lives in Wichita, Kansas. He's a college baseball coach out there, and he called me like two months ago, and he said, listen, Reed, if the Bengals and the Chiefs play in the postseason again, we've got to go. And he's reiterated this point along the process, like, we're going, we're going, we're going. And all of a sudden, you know, we're, we're in the third quarter, we're, we're kicking the Bills' tail, and my brother Drew calls me up and said, we're doing this. We're absolutely going. So, yeah, we're, we, we've got some things in the hopper that I've got to sort through. But I would say that I would not be, not need to be in part with, with your guys' ticket talks because I think I'll be, be sitting with, with my family. But we will my all family. be in Kansas City. So it's going to be a high of 22. Game's at 630, by the way. So I don't think that high is going to be anywhere near what it's saying it's no. going to be. The low on the fortunate end is uh, 6 degrees. Ooh. So it's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. Uh, so we still got to have the question answered because oh that, 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 that between the two of you, there's a number in mind that, you know, there's a line in the sand of like, okay, I, this would make sense. This wouldn't. Who's all going you, you three and it's, it's, it's no, I can't go. Yeah, I can't go. Paul, Paul is a game time decision. I and mean, we'll, we'll figure that out in the office the rest of the week. He's got work that he's got to do. Um, Reed's going. Casey's going, Sean's going, I'm going. So there's got to be a number that you have in mind of how much we got to spend to get in these tickets. Say who you're not going. Well, he's, was, he's he's a game time. He's well, name not I was, game in, time, I was in on the original original bet. Now I now he's thinking about it. I well, one of my best friends lives in Kansas City. I was texting him yesterday. <laughs> got a free place to stay, but the the flights and oh God, it's not, but you got driving. You got, I know that. When are you guys leaving? Driving. That's the decision That's that we plan. have not made. We've got to make plans. We've got a lot of things. To We've got to through. talk through some of this. Maybe the chat can help us out. I believe I'm under the impression. Now, again, I'm going to be in the doghouse for this, but we, I, I spoiler alert, I am going to, um, I don't even want to say it over the air because it's a surprise for our kids, but I'm going on a trip a couple weeks later. Yeah. Um, and so I guess my point is she'll get over it. I'm driving to Kansas City. The week after the Super Bowl for one of my best friend's weddings, the guy that I would stay with if I went. Yeah. It's like, well, I think we on. leave out Friday. Yeah. I think we leave out Friday night, drive a little bit through the night, get us, get us to St. Louis, 
stay in the hotel on Friday, whatever you call it, Saturday morning or Friday night. And then when you wake up on Saturday, you have at least somewhat of a short trip. Got college basketball on, Paul. Yeah. Go up to Omaha. Go see X. Go to Creighton. It's like two hours. Are, are, you, are you guys bailing on the Kansas game if you go to the Chiefs game for financial Tickets purposes? are bought no, for the Kansas game. No, oh, tickets okay. are already bought for the Kansas gotcha. game. This is, this is going to be running his own show. This is, this is, the, it's going to be me and Tom. It's going to be me and Tom <laughs> breaking down the Bengals, beating the Chiefs. I'm going to be pressing buttons, calling Casey live. Oh, We're going to be smashing the keyboard. Tom's going to be taking a break. We're going to go to the Ham and Eggers. It's just going to be my dumbass sitting up here. <laughs> it's going to be invite, a great time. You can invite, it's going to be a great time. Wait, bring John in the intern. He can sit here with you. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. It's, I don't know what this show is going to be, you, to be you, honest, coming out next Monday. But we gotta, we'll got we figure it out. You guys we'll want to know some good news? You guys want to know some good news? Game's on Sunday. So we, we, we swung and missed on the Buffalo Parlay last week. We're 0-3 on the Buffalo Parlay. We've got essentially five tries at the Kansas City Parlay. we got yes. five days of college <laughs> basketball games. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, responsibly, of course. This is sponsored by Betfred Sportsbook. 21-plus in Ohio. 21-plus in Ohio. 1-800-number if you, if, you, if you have a problem. 1-800-GAMBLER. Gambler. That's it. And so we got five tries at this parlay. We've got five tries at the Kansas City Parlay. There's got to be a number, guys. We've got to have a number out of the both of you. Come on. Give it to us. What, for a ticket price? Ticket price. Got to get in. Based off of what I've seen and what I just spent, I think 650 is the most you can go. Woo! Whoa! 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 Hey, oh, my God! What? My Lanza. That's the most you can My God! Get it in, it's 500. I'm just well, I like, thought you were going to say, like, three. Yeah, I, I don't want to spend that. No, this, the question's simple. What is the price point that if someone said, this is the price Sunday morning, you're going or not, I'm either going to say, I can't spend that much, I can't swallow it, or I'm going. My number, to give you a little, <laughs> a little bit, of, is like 350 You're never going to get a ticket for that, though. That's I disagree. Ah, somebody wants to dump them last minute. Not even last minute. Just like the They're already down to like 350. I just looked. Like, oh, all right. Down. Well, then never mind. My number is 350. Then that's perfect. I can do that. <laughs> but that's nosebleeds. That's Casey, just are you, are you without peer pressure? In all honesty, without peer pressure, you've gone to every. Here's. Can I make a sales point? To I'm gonna make a sales point for you, and then I'm gonna give you a little bit of an out on both ends. One is you've already spent probably a lot of money on tickets going to every single playoff game. But I'm gonna flip that on his head, Casey. Could you imagine if the Bengals? Win the Super Bowl. I want you to picture this in your mind as we speak and do this. Bengals win the Super Bowl. Grandkids sitting in your lap. And he's like, Grand Grandpa, what was it like when the Bengals won the Super Bowl? And you'd be like, son, I, I went there. to every single game. Maybe even the Super Bowl, but we'll we'll say we'd that. Have two weeks oh. to hit the Super Bowl parlay. <laughs> we, the Super Bowl parlay, parlay. We'd have two. We might ha we might need to hit a couple. Right? Maybe <sighs> maybe you sprinkle it. Maybe it's like a three leg, three day kind of. Was it it's in Phoenix? Phoenix. Now, Do we know anybody in Phoenix? All that said, Casey. Johnson. All that said, we'll get to the Super Bowl later. We'll get Sam to the Hubbard's Super Bowl for later. For the whole month. What's your number? <laughs> oh man, guys, I. It's priceless. Casey's down bad. Uh, I I couldn't I couldn't even begin refinance to refinance the house. To, yeah, <laughs> I, I would have to one for me to even consider it. I would have to hit a 
a Kansas City parlay. <laughs> I would have to. The KC parlay. Well, we need to know a number to. KC. to, to, to the KC parlay. So we KC are going to have a Kansas City parlay. That's how we're all going to do it. Because besides Reed, he's he's got his own situation. He's figured out. But we are we're all going to do it. Because I'll be frank. I don't I don't know how much I desire to go sit in seven degree temperature at a football game that that you know isn't isn't a game that I would say that I'm there to die for. But I have to have a number. I need to win a parlay. My number is like 350 get in. What's your number? What's your number? Because then we can base that off of how much we got to hit. That's how we're going to do I just don't this. think we're getting in for less well, than 500. Well, yeah, that, that's my thing is I don't think we're going to get in for 350. You might get lucky with 400, but I think you're looking at 455. Also, hmm. don't plan to do anything after the game if we drive there because it takes four hours to get out of that parking lot. Well, it is. that's fine, though, because we would be... Celebrating? We'd be celebrating. We're already going to be I'd be waving out the there fans the hotel, goodbye. Right? Bye-bye. Come back. Anytime. Correct. Yeah. So that, that doesn't bother me as much. But, yeah, I mean, we would have to make... We have to make some money. That's how we would have to do I, it. To be clear, though, you're not paying a single dollar on this trip, right? I mean, I guess the food. Right. Just, I'm, I'm just painting the picture. Just painting the picture. The only thing that you have to do is... Get yourself into the game. I mean, what's that number? You think it's you think it's five hundred dollars? I chat. Correct me if I'm wrong. There's no way it's five hundred dollars. No, right now, right? On, right now on StubHub, it's three sixty-five. So they've gone down. It's going to go down even more when they hear their old boy Patty Mahomes ain't playing. <laughs> Kansas City fans are not going to want to go there and get Burrow baptized again. Just saying. I mean, do you want to? If you live Burrowtized. in Kansas City. Do you, yeah, do you want to get Burrow baptized again? I mean, you've seen this story how many times. If you're in Kansas City, just put your tickets on StubHub. Take what you can get for them. Save it up for next year's season tickets. Seems like a good idea. Can you at least give us a number, Casey? Uh, I can't give a number out right now. I Because I just... I, I can't. I just... I would have to win a parlay, man. I'd have to. Well, good luck. We got we got five tries. We got five tries. We got five bullets in the chamber. I'd really like to make this like a three gamer though. If we could make this a three gamer, put a little more cheese on. No, cheese. I'm saying if we make this a three gamer. All right. So how about this? We how, can do it. How about this? Four hundred. Four hundred is the number we need to get. So okay. we need to we need to build out we need to build out the Kansas City parlay for four hundred. We'll have it out. We'll, we'll figure that Two out. Two tickets we'll put it to the, the Super Bowl right now. See, the Super Bowl's five thousand impossible. Well, then you can do the ladder challenge. That's where you get it. Great point, Reed. Now, hang on, hang on. How many units are we up on? Not too picky. 21. 20, 21 this past oh. week. If we just listened to Not Too Picky and That's followed true. that advice, it's man, true. we wouldn't Casey's be having this conversation. Casey. Casey's pubbing the show. Well, I mean, if he, if that's the case, then why aren't we good? <laughs> Casey had yeah. uh, one leg more, a few there. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> We're in the parlay. That's tough. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Do we have anything in the uh, in the vault today, guys? Are we going to start this Kansas City parlay off right now? Let's do it. Why not? I mean, right. this isn't going to be eloquent. This isn't going to be tasteful. This isn't going to be pretty. What we're about to do. Um, we're going to probably dig on our computers for a minute. We're going to just. Look in the chat, see if anybody's got winners. We need four legs or three? Probably four. Four? Four for $20? Four. $20? 
What's our unit size? That matters a lot. Four four units is about twelve plus twelve hundred for four four games. It's about plus twelve hundred, right? And that means twenty dollars gets us there. Twenty dollars would get us to about two hundred. Twenty dollars would get you a ticket on four legs. Twenty dollars would get you a right. Four four legs is plus twelve hundred. You know, AJ was talking. AJ was talking earlier and said that we gave all of our money back from the TCU game. That's not true. <laughs> That's the farthest thing from the truth. But, you know, if, if you've watched this show enough, you've been a part of uh, us from the beginning. You know, from time to time, I like to be relatively giving. I think we have an opportunity today where, you know what? Just so. Five legs. Five By legs way, gets us there. This is kind of laugh out loud funny, if we're being honest. Oh, you still have that cash there? Oh, my God. We just got to figure out. All right. Let's see here. That's still there. Still there. It's been there for a while. <laughs> All right. Casey's been skimming. <laughs> he, knew that, he knew that bag was there. He's been skimming. Oh, yeah. I, I think there's money there. I don't know if there is or there isn't. I say this is my opinion for all of us because we are staying at a casino resort. Maristar. I say no free ads, Reed. Come on. I say <laughs> what we do is we take a little bit of that TCU money. I like how I'm calling it TCU money, not George money. Take a little bit of that George money. And we find one that we like a lot for the next three days. And the parlay. You can do the parlay too, but I'm saying this is this is this is theoretically company money. If you want to call it that, not really, but our best play for the next three days, double or nothing. If that hits, then it's that's got to be. Bro. Not all of it, but, you know, a responsible amount, of course. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 plus, Ohio only. If you're, if you're going to gamble, gamble with Bedfred Sportsbook because... Um, you know they have they have they have the best boost. They have the best Cincinnati Bengal friendly bets. Um, they boosted Jamar Chase anytime score plus one fifty yesterday. How much money do you think Bedfred lost this First week touchdown. in Southwest Ohio? They got killed. In all seriousness, they got killed. They, they got had killed. to get crushed. They got killed. <laughs> you know what? They might. Get, they better be careful. They're gonna get killed again. So when you get on their when you get on their desktop, which I'm on right now. They, they do this nice thing where they, they build you a parlay. You get on the site. They're like, here, here's five picks. Parlay. It's 10 bucks to win $1,100, guys. Just need the Hawks, Pistons, Buffalo Sabres, and New York Rangers and Houston Rockets. Now, Seho, as a puck guy, do we like the Sabres and the, the Rangers tonight? Sabres are hot. I haven't, I haven't even gotten oh, into it yet. Oh, shoot. They play the Dallas Stars. We hate that. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. You're trying John, to we'd have to give away. John, John said, hammer Houston money line on Saturday against the Cats. Cats can't get close to beating anyone halfway good. Let me tell you something, John. We'd have to mortgage my house just to get enough money to be able to figure out a way to put that on the money line to win tickets for this game. <laughs> I'm being serious. Right. It'd be bad. <laughs> It'd be real bad. It's like minus what? 900 in that game? Now, Spur Lock says that. Baylor's a play tonight, and I'm looking at the abacus. The they probably are is. minus two and a half, and it, Baylor. Baylor seems like a a good bet. <sighs> okay, they're getting That's all the Kansas. losses out before we get there. That's Kansas, right? Yeah, I took the over in that game. 
Seems like a Big 12 toss-up. Seems like a game Kansas could win as a rebound. Seems like a Did game. Did you miss a pick on the, Hell on, the no, baby. on the sheet last week? I don't think you missed no. a, a not too big. And I'm three pick. and zero. Oh. My Paul's pick of the day was three and zero oh over the weekend. Hoosiers are back. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna go with Baylor. Baylor. We'll put the parlay out. We gotta we gotta get in the lab a little bit. But if if you have any picks besides Baylor, anyone anyone have a pick besides you said the I over? I said the over in that game, yeah. Likes the over. Likes I'm looking at I think I got it at one. I haven't looked at anything yet. NBA I'm, games. I like NBA games, by the way. Oh. I hate the I, NBA after the last week. I'm looking at the Celtics, and they, they're starting to look like Grizzlies. Angry. Make a free Jaw. throw. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. NBA is dead I'm so sorry. All right. If you're watching this show for the first time, we appreciate you sticking around. If it's not your first time, we appreciate you coming back. Wheel of lunch. It is the most Deep. worthless hour of your day, more than likely. We can try to keep things relatively light, insightful, fun, funny from time to time. But we have this thing called the Wheel of Lunch. We're going to end it every day with every show. And I will say, people think we don't go out to lunch every day. We do. We need to probably fix that. We wouldn't have yeah. to hit so many parlays if we didn't. Yeah. How much money do you think we waste on lunch? Ever thought about that? I mean, if you think about it, if we're if we're lowballing it and say we spend ten dollars a day, that's low. Yeah. If we're lowballing it, that's fifty dollars a week. That's at least two hundred dollars a month. Hmm. At the end of the day, it just doesn't sound like it's worth it to have to pack my own lunch. I got to be honest. Is that is that like um, first my world wife problems? Gets on me a lot about. She's like, you go out every day. You guys remember I had a solid like two-week like stretch where I packed every day. You did. It helped. It's a company thing. Yeah, it, it does feel like it, that, though, right? Like, you're going out with your friends. You're hanging out. A little camaraderie. camaraderie All right, what do we got? It's on Monday. You got to throw Taco Bell on there. Um, Put Canes on there. Oh, no. That's the one I hope does not hit. Take Canes off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> read the yeah, it's, uh, Read the room. Uh, was I supposed to know we didn't want chicken fingers? Penn Station. Oh, no. I, yeah. Penn Station, yeah. Throw Penn Station on there. That's right. <laughs> and I'm waiting. Do I'm going to I'm gonna go check. Do. I'm going to go check hides. It, put hides on there. Put hides. What? That's a good idea. Love That's hides. a great. What a Cincinnati kid, man. What a. What a Love hides. Sonic. God, Sir Boy knows how to get underneath my skin quickly. <laughs> Does Sonic even have food, if we're being honest? Yeah. Casey. Casey and I went to Sonic. We did. Gosh, Sonic is. There's two Sonics around. There's a million Sonics on there. It, be, it became like the chat, the chat troll trend there for a minute. It was like, oh, everybody throw Sonic on there. Soup kitchen. White Castle. I I could. What was White Waffle Castle? House. We're just gonna. All right, now let's go. Rip it. There's some duds on there. Yeah, this is. By the way, we've gotten to the point now where we don't add in the things at the end, right? We know that it's random. We don't have to like add two more two more things in at the very last. Oh yeah. Part of the show. Good. Stop. Get get them out of here. Get them out of here. Oh, no, no. no. We had nowhere to go anyways, guys. Food store doesn't allow people to sit inside. <laughs> that was no lunch. So at least we got that out of the way. Thank God I hate Chipotle. Oh man. Chipotle's terrible. I like Chipotle. I just don't. Really Always wait for it to win on the wheel. I could go to Firehouse. It's gonna roll. Oh no! See hides. I don't know. That's how you spell it, but that is. That was a good call. Paul would rather eat Penn Station and die than go to Kings ever. 
I don't mind canes. No, keep going. Oof. No! This is not looking. Duds up there. Oh, this is a bad lunch. We've got some duds. I can't go to Sonic, guys. Sonic, Sonic. Penn Station's gonna hit. It's gonna save everyone's day. All right. Anything other than Sonic, I'm cool with. Sit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why did you want Kane's gone that badly over those options? I'd go to White Castle. Ugh. Sonic's terrible, thank God. Get out of there, Sonic. There we go. Now we're talking. All right. Penn Station's gonna save the day, guys. Yeah, it is. Now gonna cool. save the day. Just go to Penn Station. I needed Sonic gone. Like a, let's, just, let's, just, let's just end the wheel of lunch now and go to Penn Station, because that's what's gonna hit. No! Here we go. Here we go. All right. This is All a winner-winner. Right. This is winner. Paul's cool with Penn Station. Does that mean he just gets to go wherever he wants to go? Yeah. Wow. T-Bell. Ah. We're getting blasted today. I think it was. I think it was Taco Bell for Paul. Either way. I think it was, it was yeah, Station. I think it was Taco Bell for me. Either way. All right, so that will do it for us at the box lunch. We will try to cook up a parlay that's going to send us to the game, not just Kansas City. And um, who sponsors the show? Bet Fred Sportsbook. If you're going to bet, in all seriousness, I know we talk about that a lot. Bet responsibly, okay? Even though when we say we lose, we lost a lot of money. I did, and I lost a lot of money this weekend. I did it relatively responsibly, and I say that. Fred robbed you. Fred, Fred, Fred got some of his own money back. You know, when you're in the casino and you're up. A lot. You just start throwing around a little loosely, a little recklessly. That's what I did this weekend. But I didn't lose my own money, to be clear. So please, bet responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Get help. Okay? And that's all. That's, I'm being dead serious when I say that. Uh, 21 plus in Ohio. And we are very thankful for our friends at Bedfred for supporting us, supporting our original content, supporting our shows. And we thank you for watching because at the end of the day, this is why we do it, is to entertain the best we can. Not always entertaining, but we try. And we also enjoy interacting with you guys in the chat. We like to do some giveaways from time to time when we are afforded that opportunity. And I think that we are going to find a way. You know when you have that gut instinctive feeling? I have a gut instinctive feeling that we are going to hit one of these parlays. We're probably going to hit the one tonight, to be honest. I feel really good about it. I don't know why. I don't know why. Probably the same way that Kansas City fans are going to feel when they walk into Arrowhead on Sunday. They're going to they're, they're gonna have that feeling too, but it's going to be the opposite direction. They're going to be like, damn, Joe Burrow, he's out there. He got off the bus. Nothing wrong when he doesn't have food poisoning. He's still out there. We got a problem. We got a big problem on your hands in Kansas City. All right. That'll do it for us. We're going to go to Taco Bell. We're going to cook up a parlay. We're going to hit that parlay. We're going to come back on Wednesday and laugh about it, and we're all going to have a hell of a time. But until then, enjoy Off the Bench tomorrow. That airs every day, 10 to noon, right here on Chatterbox Sports. Take care, everybody.